Would you call yourself a socialist? Uh, no. You've never told a lie in politics? No, no. See, somebody sent me a video actually last Friday and it had you talking at the socialist community. Oh, yes, yes. And you mentioned the word comrade uh, about four times in a minute. What was that about? It was a rally and I would have been about 25 years old. Comrade, 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 comrade. If you are caught in a lie or caught intentionally misleading the New Zealand public, how would you expect to be held to account? Well, I actually believe that it is possible to exist in politics without lying. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Sustained propaganda. Hello, Grant Edwards from Liberty NZ, and in a moment we'll be speaking to Auckland lawyer Liz Lambert. So this is just a message to all the haters out there who are attacking me. Now, if you attack... Anthony, Dr. Anthony Fauci, you are also attacking science because as you know, I am science. You can call me Father Science or Lord of the Psy or Fauci the Science Guy, whatever you call me. When you attack me somewhere in a lab, a beaker explodes and shards of glass shoot into a child's eye whenever you send a mean tweet. So just know that. But you're also attacking people who are hard of seeing and short people. So when you attack me, you are also attacking the midget blind scientist community, the MBS. So I would recommend if you're one of those, take your mask, put it in your mouth and shut up. You might have seen in the paper recently that the suicide rate has dropped, which I can't really um, begin to believe, given that Auckland's been in lockdown and um, there are police resigning from the police force because they're so traumatised by having to cut down so yes. many hangings. And um, one policeman contacted us and said he's cut down four hang hangings and one day was his most. And what's happened is the suicide rate has not fallen. The government has, in its great lying wisdom, reclassified suicides as accidental deaths. So suicides are now not called suicides as of last month. They're now called accidental deaths. So the suicide rate will eventually fall to zero because they're no longer classified as suicides. There's been over a 20 to one return. If you had put that money into an S&P 500 and reinvested the dividends, you'd come up with something like $17 billion, but you think it's $200 billion. Here, yeah. You're okay. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. These vaccines are highly, highly effective. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. They're really, really good against variants. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. Get your first shot, and when you're due for your second, get your second shot. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no, almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. If you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask 
or physical distancing. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new new way of doing the vaccine. The level of virus in the nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated and infected is the same level as the level of virus in the nasopharynx of an unvaccinated person. Reports from our international colleagues, including Israel, suggest increased risk of severe disease amongst those vaccinated early. And if you look at Israel, mm -hmm. which has always been a month to a month and a half ahead of us, they are seeing a waning of immunity, not only against infection, but against hospitalizations and to some extent death. The booster might actually be an essential part of the primary regimen that people should have. The plan is for every, every adult to get a booster shot. Uh, clearly one of the best investments uh, I've ever been involved in. With me today is Auckland lawyer Liz Lambert. Liz, thank you very much for coming on Liberty NZ. And uh, we'd love you to explain to us what happened on Friday with the ruling from Francis, uh, what was the name? Justice Francis somebody. I can't remember his last Cook. name. <laughs> Cook, that's the one. Yeah. Cook yeah, was the so. name. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Bring us up to date. Yeah. That was that was at the High Court in Wellington, straight across the road from where the um, free, Camp Freedom is. Yes. Yes. Uh, brilliant. All within all within his earshot and eyesight, and I think um, he must have been <laughs> he must have been a bit um, uh, yeah he must have been a bit impressed I think. Uh, that mm. um, so many people on, in New Zealand had travelled so far and worked so hard and had shown such um, resilience and determination that they were going to um, have the mandates uh, brought down. Now, he, uh, the court, that is, cannot bring mandates down. Um, right. It is the role of the... Um, it is the role of uh, the um, elected members of parliament to do so in the House of Representatives. Not actually um, either, it's not the role of the administration to bring them down either, because the administration is people like um, uh, Ashley Bloomfield, um, uh, of course, who's not an elected member, um, Jacinda Ardern in her role as Prime Minister. Uh, who else has signed some off? Ministry of Trans Minister of Transport, um, mm. Michael Wood, Michael Woods. Uh, he they are part of the administration. Their role um, actually is just to um, you know get make sure that the law is administered correctly. As in, uh, they most they're supposed to make sure it's written um, uh, it's written up properly that it's checked by uh, Crown Law to make sure it complies with all of the rules that have to be complied with. For example, it's, supposed, it's not even supposed to be up as an order unless it did comply with the Bill of Rights Act. And our um, so-called illustrious uh, David Parker was supposed to do that job. Well, he failed in it. So the administration of uh, law in this country is, is a joke. Um, it, it took um, judicial review of the, that administration to finally 
get their act together and, and say yes, that um, it did breach the two sections of the Bill of Rights Act 1990. Mm. Uh, they were, the two that they breached were Section 11, everyone has the right to refuse to undergo any medical treatment. And Section 13, freedom of thought, conscience and religion. Everyone has the right to freedom of thought, conscious, conscience, religion and, and belief, including the right to adopt and hold opinions without interference. Now, those two sections, section 11 and 13, um, were, were breached and that made the mandate unlawful. Now, the remarks of uh, Justice Cook, however, um, were purport, I would say, purport to um, ring-fence that to, I think there's 164 members of the police and defence forces that, are, uh, that um, the mandate has been um, declared unlawful over. Mm. And, uh, and so he's, he's, he's making remarks about this. Now, that is not, uh, as a judge, he should know that that is um, not true. That it, you'll notice the first two words of section, uh, the first word in section 11 and the first word in section 13 is, are, sorry, everyone. Yeah, everyone. Everyone. Mm. Okay. Everyone means everyone. It doesn't mean everyone except, say, um, bakers. People, yeah, bakers, <laughs> but except people who work as bakers for. <laughs> Uh, food town or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Or except everybody, um, it works for everyone in who's in the defence forces except um, those people they decide it doesn't work for. Okay. Mm. Because they're already doing a bit of backpedalling, I can tell. The defence force are sending out very, very little to their staff. But of course, I'm privy to what's what's going out to them because they're some of them are Section 83 um, members. Right. And, um, you know, we've, uh, we've still got that claim in. Uh, the thing with the Bill of Rights Act is that there are no remedies available. In that, um, you know, it's, it's basically a censure and a, and a ruling on the law, but it doesn't say in the act never says anything about, well, you know, the people who... who um, uh, who breach have to pay X amount of dollars to the, yeah. the breachee. That's yeah. a problem, isn't it? That that needed to be put in there. Palmer let us down there. Yeah, well, yeah, Palmer, exactly. Palmer wrote it, so mm. say no more. Geoffrey mm. um, Palmer, that is, for, for everybody else. Um, mm. Sir Geoffrey Palmer, Sir Geoffrey, yes, who likes to yeah, visit yeah. dominatrixes. I wonder, yeah, I wonder what they're going to do with all these sirs when they find out about 1649, eh? But anyway. <laughs> hey, is he, still, is he still kicking? Is he still, um, you know, earthside yeah, up? Yeah, I, I think he is because that, mm. the, the, the woman that he, he kicked around with um, doing road Chris, shows to the Lord. Christine Lord. Rankin. No, my chin. Did, did he oh. kick around with Christine Rankin? Yes, too? he did. Yes, she was his dominatrix. 
I didn't know that. But yeah, according to Greg Hallett in his book, who uh, Greg oh, Hallett's right. had 12 assassination attempts. He's now in hiding in Europe in exile. Is he? Oh, mm. my goodness. He had a very successful <laughs> architectural business, and he was chased out of the country because he wrote a number of books. One of them was uh, New Zealand, The Blackmailer's Guide, and yes. Jeffrey Palmer's mentioned in there. And he used oh. to uh, kick around with um, uh, Christine Rankin, the who was the dominatrix. She, she was yeah. a big earrings lady. Yeah. 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 And he's never been sued. Mm. <laughs> She's, yeah, yeah. Well, that, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. And he's got enough money that, that you know, it's not like he's got empty pockets. So, so Jeffrey? And you would think, no, um, Greg Hallett. Oh, that's yeah, I guess he has. Yeah. I think he thinks he's King of England now, so that's interesting. Oh, no. Mm. Dear, dear. Well, <laughs> we all anyway. have their... <laughs> We've all got our yeah. little things. That, mm. So anyway, about the law, that's what people want to know, not yep. gossip. So Section 83, it uh, was. Well, it's not really gossip. It's well published. It's well known. No, I mean, oh, okay, that, yeah, mm. no, but um, I mean, we must stick to the point about people want to know, oh, does this apply to me? Because, I mean, that's mm. a question everybody has got Yeah. Um, because they're getting all of this flannel about, oh, no, it's only the, and already people are, are saying to their, their bosses, oh, but, this, you know, that's it. No, no, it only applies to the police and da, da, da. No, of no, 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 of course this is everyone, like you said, everyone. everyone. Okay, yeah. Yeah. so that means everyone is is protected by the Bill of Rights Act. Right. So it means that everyone has the right to be um, protected in their freedom of thought, conscience, and religion. Now, mm. here's an interesting thing. They also report in the Epoch Times about the um, basis of the Argument about, um, well, it wasn't so much argument about because I, I have a feeling that some of this stuff is coming to these ivory towers of law for the first time. They don't, for a start, they don't seem to know anything about the, the dangers of the vaccine itself and its physical form. Yes. Uh, we're still getting flannel from um, Francis Cook about oh, it's so good for, you know, you should have it and, you know, we've got to protect people and all this rubbish. Um, and or something about something about Omicron and how it, it's spread and da, 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 <laughs> which, is, which is not really like all that cold. useful. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then he, uh, so, but the interesting part about the evidence that came up in the... Um, about the freedom of religion um, part, uh, section um, section thirteen was. I, I that, thought it was section fifteen. No, I 13. thought he said eleven I and fifteen. Checked, oh, was it thirteen? Yeah, mm. I checked it. Yeah, I checked mm. it to make sure because oh, okay. I, I'm always on on these things saying, oh, what, was it ten or eleven? And then thirteen, which it's, is freedom of. It's just that um, Radio New Zealand reported that it was section eleven and fifteen, so maybe they got it wrong. On Friday. Can't hear you again. Something's happened at your end, Liz. You did something there. You might have a, um, a dodgy connection or something. Something just went oh, dead again. Mm. It could be. Can, can you did hear you me reach now? over for a cup of green tea again? No, I laid it down a bit. So ah, yeah, I can hear you now. There must be something happening there with your 
just then, just before it just it killed it, and then it came back. Mm. Right, yeah. good now. Okay, good so now. you're going to do some editing. So anyway, yep, um, some work to do. as far as this, uh, the discussion in the Epoch Times, as I say, that's an American, a well-respected American um, news news reporting, and um, they were talking about uh, the evidence was that. Um, uh, that the objection was to do with um, the use of fetal um, cell tissue, aborted fetal cell tissue, of course, um, in the development of the vaccines. So anyway, apparently it's Johnson & Johnson that has actually used it, but then Pfizer and Moderna had also tested the vaccines against that, against the tissue. So in all cases, so that's Johnson and Johnson, Moderna and Pfizer were named, and of course Moderna and Pfizer are the ones we got here. And and so, um, but even if even if that um, had not been the case, you've still got uh, Section Eleven, the right to refuse medical treatment, which I think says it all. Uh, because you don't even have to um, then be proving um, the safety or efficacy or whether it was developed using um, uh, aborted uh, fetal tissue or not, because it's a straight, everyone has the right to refuse uh, to um, have any medical treatment. Mm. You're not, you're supposed to have bodily integrity. Mm. So, um, so anyway, um, of course, Pfizer and Moderna um, for the people who are uh, wanting to make clear to their bosses if they want about uh, what the um, what the what the religious um, uh, belief is uh, that they have, um, and they don't have to go off and get a note from their pastors. Okay, oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> It's absolutely that, ridiculous. That's what, that, that, apparently, that's what the police were wanting. Oh. Um, because I have. Where did they get this information from? We're, we're run oh, by a bunch, I have, bunch of imbeciles. I have Section 83 um, mm. petitioners. No, not petitioners. We never petition. I have Section 83 um, workers, uh, both in the police and the Defence Force. Right? Yeah. Right. So. Um, uh, so does it apply to everybody in New Zealand? Now, what sort of situations would it apply in? Uh, it's not just workers, right? Because not, uh, for example, you could say to the local tennis club, let's say, who was shutting you out, that's an illegal action on your part because you contravene um, uh, Section 11, Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're refusing, um, they, they're refusing to recognise uh, that that you are refusing to undergo any medical treatment, right? I've always that thought that. you have that. the right to refuse that, yeah. I've always thought yeah. that and I just cannot, I couldn't believe that it's taken this long for a case to be brought. There has been a case be, be brought, though. That, that Before this? That Sue Gray did, yeah, back in October. Oh. Well, I don't really know. Maybe Mm. because it had no uh, sort of knock-on effect. It it is though that was the four medical. uh, Sorry, the four aviation uh, workers at Auckland Airport. Now, 
that was apparently lost. But I don't know why, how it could have been lost. I really can't understand that. Yeah. Really? Because, um, you know, it was a straight, uh, because um, the, the judge, same judge, um, Cook, says um, on page 11, you know, that I've been talking about for the, about the past three weeks, page mm. 11. And I said, I'm sorry, I should have read it. Uh, through, but, but all I heard was they lost it. So I, I have presumed that it hadn't been brought up or it wasn't in the right context or whatever, but he said, and that was where I'm talking about coercion because, you know, these things don't exist in a, in a vacuum. It, 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 you um, look, at, look at Section 11. Everyone... Right, and this is the thing. I don't think people, lawyers, are need to do need to be re-educated in reading uh, legislation again. Right, everyone has the right to refuse, okay, to undergo any medical. Refuse is the uh, is the operative word there, right? Refuse. So um, it doesn't say everyone. Um, you know, can think, um, um, you know, your right is upheld to refuse. So if you refuse and they want you to do it, they have to coerce you, don't they? If you do it um, just off your, off your own bat, then you haven't refused, mm. right? But if you are coerced, it must mean you, that you've refused in the first place. Yeah, yeah. A- absolutely. So, so um, I don't really know how it can have slipped by. I don't understand this, Grant, how it could have been. That could have been missed. Me too. I that, don't understand it. That it was so clearly. It was yeah. so clearly. And I think um, he says too, he says that, he says, um, I think it's paragraph 30 of page 11, Cook says, the right is engaged. Okay, that means it's mm-hmm. breached. Okay, and there's no there's no two ways about it. There's, it's breached, it's breached. And all this business about balancing um, balancing rights, rights, it's, there is no other right that, like nobody has, there's no section in the Bill of Rights Act that says employers have a right to coerce if there's a refusal or something. You know mm. you know what I'm saying? It's so disgraceful. This, this thing about, um, let's have a look at um, section 11. Everyone mm-hmm. has the right to refuse to undergo any medical treatment. Now, I'll give you an example where there would be a balancing of rights. Now, if someone's uh, some religions, I think, since they invented have uh, would refuse to have blood transfusions, and sometimes they refuse it on behalf of their children. And Jehovah's Witnesses, right. especially. Yeah. Mm. Is, it, is it Jehovah Witnesses? Sorry, yeah. sorry about mm. that. That's right. Seventh-day they Adventists. could be too. It could be the Seventh Day Adventists as well. That I think it's JWs, though. So. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jehovah Witnesses. Yeah. Mm. Right. Now the case, the famous cases, are all all about refusal. Usually about refuse refusal by parents to allow the taking of blood, the giving of blood, 
or bodily fluids, etc. right? Mm. So what the courts have to do is a balancing, I think it's under Section 5 of the Act, and mm -hmm. I really should have gone back and had a look at that, and I will look at that. But it's a balancing of the rights of the child to, to um, health and life and the rights of the parent for parental control over, you know, to give, give or refuse um, permission. Because mm. under 16 uh, and under 18, it is the parents, uh, under 18 if the child is still at home, and it is the parents' um, duty or right um, to um, give, give permission or refuse permission, right? Yes, yes, you'd so think so, then, you? <laughs> Yeah, then there is a balancing of the rights, right? Now, the other thing that people might um, start um, uh, m making ill-informed comment about is that, oh, but it's an emergency. Now, there is this, um, and it's talked about in that case that was uh, got a lot of um, attention for a while there, where, uh, do you remember uh, there was a video about it and someone came on and said, oh, just look at the, the last part, but I felt felt that the whole of the case needed reading. It was a dissenting opinion by uh, now. The, it's it's a body uh, like our Employment Relations Authority, uh, a member of the I think they're called WorkSafe Authority or Safe Work Authority. They keep moving these words around, but but mm. it's 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 basically the equivalent of our Employment Relations Authority. Now the woman who was uh, had uh, had the case uh, took the case was a worker in uh, an old people's facility, and she couldn't um, take flu vaccines. She had had bad reactions. Um, a couple of years previous, and she'd stopped taking the flu vaccines that were offered, right, offered as part of, um, you know, a sort of a, a perk, if you like, of mm. her employment. It wasn't, man it wasn't uh, mandatory. It wasn't, um, uh, it wasn't an, a, a part of her contract, never had been, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, so she refused, and they refused to let her on onto the site. So, the majority of the board, and I don't know how many sat, but I think they had three members. Anyway, um, member Dean, I think it was from memory, it was uh, a dissenting opinion. Now, it was such a good dissenting opinion that it was then carried forward to the New South Wales uh, case where they, they had... Um, which was also lost, by the way, but there mm. the lawyers got really carried away and went way out left, left field talking about, oh, volunteers and the, uh, you know, were people volunteering or were they not volunteering? It was such a complex case. And I was thinking when the, when the judge was asking a couple of the lawyers about, um, well, the, the, not the couple of the lawyers, but the lead lawyer who was arguing about, um, well, uh, Mr. So and So, um, uh, you know, if 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 people, um, you know, um, have to, um, if it's part of their, you know, their their employment that they have to be vaccinated for, you know, have to take vaccinations, isn't that, um, you know, isn't that part of it? And da 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 da. Well, I 
I'm just thinking, well, come on, man. Um, answer in a way an employment lawyer would answer and say, well, if it's not part of their contract when they sign up, no, right? So, mm. but the lawyer waffled on about something else, and I'm thinking, oh dear, here we go. So, so anyway, but getting back to the point of this decision, which um, I should know the name of, but I don't. Um, the woman um, had 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 sort of crept up then while they were making the decision. It had crept up into the time where the vaccines were going to be offered to people who worked in these sort of jobs. And so she had been asked, and I, I think a bit improperly actually, asked if she were going to, when that was offered, if she was going to take that vaccine. And, um, and she said, well, wait and see, right? That's what all she said. However, uh, in the dissenting opinion, Dean was saying um, that, you know, and talked about the Nuremberg Code and talked about all this, but one of the things he talked about were the uh, Syracusa principles. Now, this is a treaty which I believe New Zealand has also signed on to, and certainly Australia has signed on to, and it sort of updates um, because people talk about the Nuremberg Code, but really that is not something that people sign up to. It's a set of it's a set of it's a code, but it's not like a treaty. Now the uh, Syracuse principles, on on the other hand, are so they so countries agree. Now the main thing about that is that even in times of emergency, even in times of war, these principles of what is written in, in Albora and et cetera um, and in other countries' um, constitutions, um, you know, the, um, yeah, they're usually enshrined in the Constitution of Canada, I think, and uh, I'm pretty sure in the Australian Constitution. They are not to be derogated from, which means they cannot be overridden, okay? You cannot do these things even in times of emergency. And it's just been completely ignored. So um, it wasn't um, it wasn't argued in the case, as far as I know. But we'll certainly uh, be be raising it now. What's going to go on with um, the workers? They haven't any um, um, all the, those um, those workers in the defence force now. Um, it's all on hold, and they haven't. You know the. The Defence Force is still fluffing around, and I suppose the Police Force are as well. Um, mm. And I'll, actually, I'll ring my my person out of the Police Force and find out what what the, what sort of rubbish they're getting. Uh, but uh, it's all like on hold. We'll work out, you know, how you. But in the meantime, you you know, you're still off on pay and da 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 da. I don't know mm. what they think they're going to do about the people that sacked. Um, yeah, but we'll we'll <laughs> we'll go on with that later. Uh, but they have induced, in the meantime, they've induced all these people to be vaccinated. And those, um, you see, the, if we hadn't picked up that you can prosecute them um, under the Health and Safety at Work Act, though, the, those people would have not will will have not been left with any remedy. There's nothing under the under Bora. 
to yeah. save them. That's a, that's a real big oversight on the Bill of Rights Act, isn't it? The remedies. Well, well, I think it is, and I think we probably need to change it. Yeah, mm. it's uh, it's become that important. And yeah, then enshrine that, that it. One, yeah, that that mm. that you know um, that that will be um, considered if anybody has come to harm because of um, physical harm or mental mm. harm because of breaches, then they will be tried um, in a criminal, in the same manner as a criminal um, uh, hurt to, to body, body or, or mind. Yeah? Absolutely. And, or, or, or to dignity, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Um, because it's, yeah, uh, it was, it, what about a big hole uh, of nothingness it is? Mm. But we're, it's okay because we have the Health and Safety at Work Act that we can use uh, in terms of the breaches of contract that are involved. Uh, we can sue for money. Uh, good. So That's good. Uh, nobody will be left out. But we haven't got we're, – we're definitely hot on the track of the money uh, and, and that, will, that, will, that will wash out um, pretty soon about where we're going with that. As far mm. as the um, – how are we going to put together um, cases for the people who've been hurt physically? I don't know what, what. How do you how do you compensate families though for ones for um, when family members have committed suicide? I just don't know, Grant. I uh, really try. don't know. Suicide left um, permanently disabled as a result of the vaccine and death. Marriage does, breakup. Yes, all of that. Relationship breakup. Shocking. Child abuse. I mean, how on earth do you ever compensate people for mm. that out, well, of a, out of a so-called justice system? One thing is that no parliamentarian that's in the parliament now should ever be allowed to step foot into that building ever again. I agree. I agree. Hmm. Yeah, Justice Cook, he he really yeah. uh, very uh, really contradicts himself in his statement. I I read it through Radio New Zealand, and here's a couple of things I just wanted to know if you comment on them. First of all, he points out that the court's decision did not affect any other vaccine mandate or internal vaccination policies of the police or defence force. What does that mean? <laughs> Is that a contradiction? Well, he he doesn't know anything about employment law or, or the Health and Safety at Work Act, obviously. He just said you can't do it's it, just, and then he contradicts he, himself in know, that sentence. A, ju a judge, a, yeah, it's unlawful. A judge is supposed to know about at least the areas of law, mm. okay? Yeah. A judge is just a lawyer who's had long service and is good at it. Should have read the case law, shouldn't they, before they commented in the summing up? Uh, but well, here's the thing: the case is ne the case has never arisen before. Oh, I see there has never yeah. been a situation where, uh, where um, this sort of power, if you like, has been put into the hands of employers ever. Yeah, it is. Right? It's, it's a terrible thing, isn't it? Because they're they're all broke from being closed in the lockdowns, so they're desperate mm. to get back to business, and they'll do anything. So they just they're just following what Jacinda and her mob say, just to get well, back in well, business. Well, you know, they as a, as you know, I point out in the WorkSafe letter, they can get their act together and and start suing WorkSafe for for some, 
Mm. Um, they need to sue Pfizer, though. And the way I see it working out is that um, the worker, of course, will sue for um, 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 damages, and then um, then the, then the businesses should get together and get themselves some fancy um, commercial lawyers. And uh, sue sue WorkSafe for all. Uh, sorry, sue Pfizer for all um, Pfizer is worth. Now, apparently Pfizer's going to try a little sidestep here because they're going to go bankrupt. Uh, Wall Street is coming down like a ton of bricks on them. Mm. Dune is another one that's going to go bankrupt. Yeah, and that, they have all those know, billions they've made. Yeah, yeah. So mm. th- this is a nice. This is a this is a tricky trick of um, bankrupts um, to hide all of their, to make sure they hide all of their, their Just, money before they you know. So you only go yep. bankrupt if you can't, if you can't pay, you know. So you've got a creditor knocking on your door and you can't pay. And so if you honestly can't pay, you can go bankrupt and you can um, uh, live another day. However, um, if, you know, I mean, they fraudulently for a start, um, hid all of the the deaths that were occurring when they did the trials, and so the the contract with with the government is null and void. But I wouldn't um, trust the government um, and the crown lawyers to um, sue a um, a bowl of goldfish. Uh, they re- you know they'd be useless. And anyway, they've been involved in it as far as I'm concerned. From what I've seen of um, you know the, the the discussions that these alphabet um, ministries have had with um, letting this this poison into the country. They're all complicit anyway. So you know, not only the, we can't grab hold of the Pfizer executives and throw them in jail here, but I'd say that these ministry um, uh, poo bars they need to be um, investigated very, very carefully. See, you mean the Ministry of Health in New Zealand, MOH? Ministry of Health is there's yeah. all sorts. There's there's, a, there's MB, MB. The um, those people have been um, up to something. Also, the um, Ministry of Transport, Michael Woods, etc., and mm. his lot. Uh, you've got the Ministry of Primary Industries, they were involved. You've got the Ministry of, uh, who else was it? Uh, or oh, the Hazardous Substances and da, da, da. I don't know who regulates them. You've got the Ministry of Justice, right? The Ministry of Justice has been involved in some of this. Crown Law gave advice about... Um, and I've mentioned this before, Crown Law, uh, according to the briefing papers, had had advised the Prime Minister and her henchmen that uh, there were problems with uh, ultravirates and Bill of Rights questions, right? Now, we don't know what that is. It's been blacked out. But when when there's a criminal trial, we will find out, right? Now... If they gave that advice, why is it being blacked out and why is it not open um, to, you know, this is, why why is, uh, what's his name, David Parker, the Attorney General, yeah. he is probably the man that it will be the front, um, the front defendant, I would have thought. 
scandalous. Of, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Do you know, yeah. I knew so, a lady. So, you know, every, everybody should be doing a bit of investigation of what sort of, um, what sort hmm. of companies these people have got, you know, what sort of blind trusts they're involved in. Yeah. Ten years ago, a friend of mine worked for the Ministry of Justice. She told yeah. me that it doesn't matter who's in power. She was quite high up. She was a manager of a department in the, in the, in the Ministry of Justice. She said it doesn't matter whether it's Labor or National. We yeah. tell them what to do. We advise them and we tell them what to do. Don't these yeah. – aren't these people really the deep state? I mean, if all the, yes. all the politicians were, you know, died of um, COVID-19 tomorrow yeah. – the work, New Zealand would still carry on because it's being run yep. by these ministries. And these are career yep. people that have been in these jobs for years. They're not voted uh, yep. electives, elected. They're not elected in. And yet they're, they're really running New Zealand. So don't we need to have they a clean are. out of the ministries? Yes, we do. We do. And I, I think ministries uh, need to be abolished. And, yes. um, and, and especially the people at the top need to be brought to justice. And the great thing is they're just like the Nazis. They keep great records, right? So one of the reasons why it was um, possible um, to, to um, get these, uh, these executions done at the time of, um, you know, um, Nuremberg, Nuremberg bring yeah. them to trial was the great record keeping of the Nazis. Yes. These people too are great record keepers. And that nothing is ever, and, and, and they can't burn them. They can't shred them because they're electronically created. They can always be now, um, they can always be found. They've, they've been creating electronic records since at least 1995 of what they've been doing. Yeah. So these people, like this particular person that told me this, that, that, that really it's the ministries that control the politicians. They're just, they're just actors. And they, they basically yeah. do what they're told. This person yeah. now is pushing for voting machines in New Zealand. And one of the, one of the main cities, uh, Merrill Electric, I won't say where, because that will identify her. Oh, but, I, I think, I think I, I'm guessing, but yeah, and, go on. And also is a former United Nations employee. Mm. Mm. So yeah, we've got you some... Yeah, do a little bit of... Yeah, and they boast about... They boast about this grant. If you yeah. go to the ministries, like I had a look at uh, this this mysterious COVID nineteen team, right? And did um, you know? I don't know whether their stuff is still up there, but you get a little photo of them often, or you hear about them, you know. And they they went and they and they've had this bursary, and they've got, you know. You go back through there. LinkedIn is a good good place to go and have a look at them. And, I just deleted oh, LinkedIn. I just deleted it, yeah, because right. they 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 censored uh, my my program. They censored Ooh. my podcast that I uploaded to Ooh. LinkedIn. Yeah, they, they censored yeah. it yesterday. I deleted it. And they want to know why. I said because you are a bunch of wankers. And I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's the collective term for banker? A bunch of a wunch. A wunch. A wunch, a wunch of bankers. <laughs> a wunch of bankers. <laughs> no, I'll edit that yeah. out. Um, yeah. I got yeah, I got rid of LinkedIn yesterday. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, no, when they start seeing strangers. It's good for checking out who's who in the zoo, that's for sure. Yeah, but but every time you go and click on something, you just look on, you click on a photo or something, and it it, it notifies, it calls home, like ET, they ring home, and you you know who's looking at your profile. I think it's a bit over the top. You should be able to look at someone and then not have them be notified just because you're. Yeah, well, I, I go and I go and have a look sometimes, but then I just, you know, I usually just use it to check out who who's who, and then they've always they're always boasting about themselves, so they're always somewhere else. Yeah, you know, Liz, like they, they, they work for some company. Yeah, they've got some businesses. You know, they all they're always um, going on about themselves so they they can't yeah. they can't that's it that's their weakness don't let me take you off your train of thought and um make sure you finish what you wanted to get across to our listeners but there was another thing that justice cook said on friday in his summing up and that was he said quote in essence the order mandating vaccinations for police and new zealand defense force staff was imposed to ensure the continuity of the public services and to promote public confidence in those services rather than to stop the spread of COVID-19. Can you believe that? These yeah, poor well, people. Stopping the spread of, yeah, but he needs to go back and look at the purpose of, of the act then. But it had nothing on, to do with COVID-19. Yeah, it, was, it, it was just for confidence. Was, yeah, well, but this, this is the thing. It is a whole confidence trick is what it is. Talk about Shocking. confidence. Oh, Shocking that he put that in. Well, yeah, well, he can't seem to help himself, can he? He's just got a, you know, he's probably thought, oh, this, this judgment lacks a few pages. I'll, I'll, I'll throw in some of my own um, opinions here. Right, now he needs to go back and look at Section 4 of the um, – of the Act itself then, which is um, the COVID-19 Public Health Response Act 2020, right? Mm. Section 4 says that it's to stop the, the, the vaccines, are to um, the purpose of the Act is to stop the risk of the spread of the disease, right? Yeah, that's now, not what he said. Are, well, no, but the orders are made under that. But, you know, I mean, they get sort of, I don't know, it's like why. he's getting it's some information. Picture. It's like he's getting information from the government or from the, the Ministry of Health that's completely contrary to what the Public Health Response Act is saying. It's like he's getting this this knowledge. And, and then he's... I, yeah. That's why I'm saying he should stick to the law and, yeah. and, and forget about what's on the TV or what they're talking about in his, in his, in his dinner parties, I think. You've hit the nail because, on the head. Um, None of this is of any relevance, and he's got it completely wrong when he says it doesn't apply. I mean, how can he say that? This guy's a judge. He shouldn't be a judge. He's not fit to be a judge. No, no. Well, we're going to have a good clean out, aren't we? Heaven help us, Liz. Man, we need to get rid of these people. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's very interesting, isn't it? So, um, yep, so we've got a deep state. We've got to get rid of not just the politicians. We've got to get rid of this deep state, which are the, the ministries in this country are run by these tyrants, people that are, that are former uh, United Nations employees. We've been, mm-hmm. we've, that's treason. We've been overtaken by foreign powers, and they're now yeah, deeply yeah, entrenched yeah. in our ministries. Yeah, that's right. And we got, we got proof of that too, don't worry. 
Yeah. Not just so how, Once we get rid of the politicians, obviously we've got people, yeah. that, there's people that we'll replace them with, like John Ansell and you. And, <laughs> but, but, oh, but then, you've got, then you've got these Ministry of Health people which think they run the whole country. How do you get rid of them? And then even if you do get rid of them, there's debt that we owe. If we don't pay these debts that they've smeared us with, that they've, that they've landed us with, then won't we be invaded by foreign powers? Like, wouldn't that... How, how do you mean? Well, pay, a owe, paper invasion. Well, if we owe money to China and we, don't, and we, we, we um, default on those debts, wouldn't they send in their military? I don't know, Grant. You know, um, I don't. I believe that New Zealanders will defend their country to the death. Now, how can we? Uh, they took all the guns off we us. Must. We no, don't have yeah. anything. We don't have semi-automatics more than a more than a twenty-two. How could we defend ourselves mm. against a foreign power? Well, first we have to have faith, don't we? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're we'll supposed to, to be Gideon's we'll army, good Lord remember? To do it for us. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Why not? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, earthly, physically. You know, I'm I not mean, I'm not a military strategist. I'm a, I'm a legal strategist. Mm. I, I, I produce weapons of law, and I think we win in that sense. And I think that they actually didn't have um, uh, any intention of sending a military force. It was all going to be done in the way that they prefer, which is, of course, a um, a mind uh, a mind force, a, a change of of our behaviour. Um, yeah. A drugging, if you know, keeping people drugged up so they wouldn't be able to think their way out of a paper bag. That sort of, that sort of invasion. Now, in do you mean the death, vaccine is like drugging people? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And and the thing with, um, in terms of debt, well, we know that that's all zeros. The only real value that is ever produced is produced by um, living men and women. Uh, with their creative, um, their creative power given to them um, as a gift from God in the in the form of physical and uh, mental labour. Yes. So um, I don't think. Uh, well, for a start, have they have they got a whole lot of um, uh, you know well well um, well versed. Um, Chinese who will cut would come down here. We could well, we could do things like change the signage, couldn't we? <laughs> you know, New Zealand's quite a difficult would be quite a difficult place. First, they got to get across the the Tasman, right? Uh, we still have. Uh, I still believe that we are allies with the Australians and the and the um, and the Americans, right? They've they've had a go once before. No, uh, we did the, have a Pacific War. But who's the enemy? You know, I mean, far out. It's so Satan's confusing now. Oh Satan well, I realise that. But, you know what I'm beginning to think is that we are we are we are actually living in Egypt. We're, yes, we are. Our our governments are the wicked black hats, and we they're they're our 
Yeah. And um, and so the West is the enemy. I, I don't think we're the good guys anymore. I used to think we were, but now I think we're the bad guys. Well, who's the good guys then? I think I think you know you're gonna you might laugh when you say this, but I think people like uh, Vladimir Putin are the good guys. Yeah, I believe uh, I believe uh, Russia's uh, you know Vladimir Putin is mm. a good guy. Yeah, uh, and I think there's a tremendous number of our American and Canadian um, brethren that are good guys. And Obviously, Australia, there's good guys living. I mean, there's good guys amongst us, but our leaders are not good guys. Our leaders are the oh, bad no, guys. Oh, no, but uh, I mean, we've in proportion to the people, how many of we've only got 120 MPs. Even if you if you took all of the, you know, the 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 scum off the top of um, the the ministries, mm. it's still only I, I'd say that we've only got um, in terms of having to lock people up, we've got 120. Plus, you've got um, how many public you know, servants say, would we have? Like ministry, let's say the public employees. public servants. Yeah, what what do you reckon? Ten thousand? Oh, it would have to be, wouldn't it? Ten thousand is a lot of people, actually. Mm. Uh, in terms of you know, you could get the public service the top of the man by ten thousand. I'm pretty sure mm. there would there wouldn't be more. There wouldn't be more. So there's only you know, it's not actually that that many. You know, compared to to you know the, the people who who are now, I mean, what you've got fifteen thousand constantly down there at the camp. Let's say is there really which will that be many? Renewed all of the time. Hmm? That's fantastic. Fifteen thousand, you say? Yeah. I think in and out in the surrounding. You know, during the day, coming and from. going. Yeah, 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 coming and going. Yes. And so many people got... are going there. So many people I yes. know, you know. I've got a friend who's Seventh yes. Adventist. I said, he said, oh, we're going, we, we've just come back and we're going again. They're all going. You know, even the even the um, Hare Krishnas are down there entrenched, oh, down there they're, giving they're away very, free food. They're absolutely working very, very hard down there. And good on mm. them. Apparently yeah, living next absolutely. to them is a little bit. A little bit um, hard on the on, at four o'clock in the morning because they start oming at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, do they? Um, so um, oh. yeah, but it, but quite, <laughs> I, I guess it'd be like quite peaceful after a while. But but they're yeah. good people. They're good people. Max Babe said it was lovely. Um, he, he he's back out of the car now and back into a tent because I think yeah. they've they've said that the lights out at ten o'clock. I think so. It's a bit quieter for him. Right. But uh, he said he woke up. I think it was Saturday morning. He said the birds were chirping. It was lovely on Parliament grounds. I said it'd be like the good old days before the white man came. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> all come lovely, on. All the lovely trees. <laughs> Stop stirring. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, of course, now we've got the Auckland um, occupation has started. Uh, they spent last night there. They had uh, prayers at 7 o'clock. They had a barbecue, apparently. They've occupied um, a, 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 what used to be a, a par site in the grounds. Um, you know, Is this at the domain? At the domain, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they started off with 15 tents. I don't know how, what they're up to now. They're not calling me um, anymore and saying, Liz, Liz, we're, we're this place, this council workers. So... Um, that so they seem to have got themselves sorted. 
I had a call about oh, about quarter to eight this morning uh, from one of the organisers up there. She's part of, um, um, you know, Tangata Whenua, uh, one of the groups. Um, I referred her to a person I've, I've known 50 years and said, go and talk to him because, you know, um, I think if you want to, um, you know, um, you know, bring it all together, helpfully, hopefully bring things together a bit more from from my point of view, uh, that that's a good person to talk to. So anyway, um, long story short, it's building. It's not going anywhere. They've got, they've survived their first night. They were afraid, not so much of the police, but of the council workers. But I said to them, well, the council workers have got to have the assistance of the police if they want to get you out of there. The police had said they wanted them gone by nine o'clock. Uh, no, they had their they had their prayers at seven. Uh, by nine, obviously, they were still there. Uh, when I spoke to this lady this morning, um, she was telling me that yes, they have um, they have. Um, um, cooking facilities coming, they've got food organised, they've got um, blah, 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 lots of stuff, you know, pretty much um, the setup. they're getting really good at it now, setting up freedom camps, right? So um, now all it takes, Aucklanders, for, is for you to join in, North Aucklanders, um, you know, those people from, um, you know, the, the, I think South Auckland goes right down to um, around near Otrahonga there, so all of you people who are considered Aucklanders, uh, when your when our men went off to war, the ones who didn't come back, uh, they are all their names are as Aucklanders are in the the cenotaph, which is well the walls of the um, Auckland War Memorial Museum contain the names of your um, men who didn't come back. So. Uh, all of you, you're all considered Aucklanders for the purposes of um, that War Memorial Museum. So, mm. so gather there. Um, you know, I particularly, um, I particularly recommend it to you as a as a good uh, spiritual place to be. Yeah. Um, good. You know, we 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 go. I think, um, and these places, these camps need to stay on as as our as our new universities really. That's where people can what, learn to grow up. That's what John Ans was saying. He said he went to Victoria University down in Wellington there, and he yeah. said this is a better university. Just going from one one person to the next, just talking to them, learning. He said yeah. he's just mingling in, in the staff every day. He comes across from Martinborough, and he's there with his microphone, just chatting to yeah. people. And then he sends me uh, updates, and I publish them on on NZ um, on um, Liberty NZ. And uh, it's fantastic. I love listening to them. I sit there and listen, yeah. and I'm just enjoying yeah. hearing. It's encouraging me he's listening to all these stories of different people. Yeah. He yeah. has. He's got. He he has a great. Um, he's a great storyteller. Um, as in he's great. narrative. I'm not talking about you know fantasy stories, but you know no. really human yeah. interest can, stories. Yeah, yeah. information. Yeah. Great. He brings the best out in people when he's talking to them. Mm. I haven't listened to that interview that we did yet. Um, yesterday, I haven't had time. Was it yesterday? Oh, the one you did with John when you were there? Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah Friday night. Yeah. yeah. I think it's there, it was isn't just it? just a short one, wasn't it? It was what? It'll be part of – I'm not sure whether I published it on its own or if it was short, it'll be part of, 
of, of some others, but it'll be it'll be there in the last few days. So, so did you? Did you? I think you sent me the link actually. Oh, I did. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah oh, that's yeah, great. I will listen to it. Yeah. yeah. So, getting back to um, pa uh, uh, Patricia. No, what's his name? Uh, Pansy. No, um, Francis. 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 Strange name for a man, isn't it? Francis. Hello, Francis. Mm. Um, I hope you. Don't, I hope your father's not Francis. No, my uncle was. Though. Oh, my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't you think it's a bit weird calling your boy Francis? <coughs> it's a Catholic thing. It's a Catholic thing, isn't it? Named after yeah. Francis of Assisi. That's why they call him that, isn't it? That's it. But, yeah. yeah, he was a good, Francis, he was a good patron, man by the sound of him. Was he? I don't know. I don't yeah. really follow the Catholics that much. Uh, yeah, for some reason, for some reason, we used to we used to say if we'd lost something – no, you can cut this all out, but um, I lost my car yeah. key. <laughs> no, St. Anthony, that's right. For some reason, St. Anthony. Catholic. Yeah, so it's, you're always in our house. Say a prayer to St. Anthony, we've lost da da da. Well, were you brought up in a Catholic family? Yeah, absolutely. I Was your dad or mum Catholic? Well, both actually. Oh, okay. My dad, my dad converted to marry my mother, but it wasn't. Oh, well, my it wasn't grandparents. A serious one like my mother. Hmm? My great grand, I think my great great grandfather, his he was brought up in the Roman Catholic Church in York. They were all baptized in St Michael the Belfry, which was Catholic then, and then then hmm. some, they must have converted to uh, Anglican. Oh, something happened anyway. But they were Roman Catholic, and my my grandmother. My father's mother, uh, she was high Anglican, and um, and she Which she got out of that. Like yep, that's exactly <laughs> right. That's why she didn't like it. So she became open brethren, not not exclusive brethren. They don't wear wear the um, scarves and things, but open brethren. So yeah, so our family that came out to New Zealand in eighteen forty nine, they were um, open brethren, and uh, so they were pretty pretty anti because they came out of the Roman Catholic Church and and high Anglican, yeah. and they were pretty pretty anti that they you know because it is it is really freeing to be it is wonderful to, to know that you don't need a priest you can just go and read your bible it's a wonderful yeah. thing and apparently roman catholics were discouraged from reading the bible until 1957 and then by then of well, course we had I all the corrupt versions anyway i didn't know anything about it <laughs> that's mm, for sure i know i know you just sort of listen to the old priest don't you and you know, yeah, and, and it's like that today, on. though. People don't read the Bible; they just listen to the to the minister up the front there. You know, Mister Tamaki, and whoever it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. Oh well. Um, so this is this is good. We're getting back to um, Judge Cook. So he he needs to stick yeah. to his knitting and stick to reading the law, and not mm -hmm. um, he's not um, he's not the judge of health. He's a, he's a, he's a study he studies the law, and he really went mm -hmm. off the rails, didn't he? And he's very contradictory. I found. Um, especially when I he said he was, he was struggling. Mm. He was trying to make what he was trying to do was make it fit with the political narrative. Is that what he and was it doing? Didn't, it doesn't fit. Just made him because, look like an idiot, like a fool. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you, if you, um, I think that he got that it was the uh, it, it is the correct ruling. Of course, the crown is not going to. Um, if they even if they try, it would be quite funny to see them struggle to um, appeal it. But, <laughs> David um, Parker didn't want to comment on Friday. Who didn't want to comment on Friday? David Parker, isn't he Attorney General? Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he is. 
And he was sniveling, the one who should have who should have who should have never let the orders go get by him in the first place. Well, what about the Governor General allowing the COVID nineteen Health Response Act in the first place? Yeah. No, well, what that was she was thinking? Patsy. What was she that thinking? That was Patsy Reddy mm. because oh, yeah. she, the thing is that she it looks like she didn't even sign it off, Grant. Truly. Do you know? Truly. Do you know what happened with um? What's her name? Charlene, not Charlene, um, Karen Brewer. Karen no, Brewer what happened there? Oh, gosh, you don't know this one. Karen Brewer, there's so many exciting things happen. She seems a bit strange, Karen but you can got, never, never got, Yeah, yeah, but still, she got her, she's, she'd had her part to play in it by the look of things, right? Mm. Um, you know, in the, in, the great, in the great scheme of things. Because yeah. she got arrested back in August for for breaching a COVID restriction. Same thing as I got in, in September. So she, she must have been somewhere where they decided she shouldn't be, which is, which is another um, in terms of... Um, breach of um, the Bill of Rights. Know, it is a breach of the Bill of Rights to yeah. arrest people for being um, where, where they are allowed to be um, and we're not in, you know, as long as you're not carrying any grenades on you, well, you well, should that, be allowed to be wherever you want. So those anyway. borders, those borders they set up, they're they're a breach of the Bill of Rights, restricting oh, people yeah, travelling around the country. All, all, all illegal, all illegal. Yeah. You follow yeah. this line of thought. Look at the Bill of Rights, and you'll be surprised how many things, um, how lawless our country has been for yes. the past two yes. years. However, yes. uh, so anyway, Karen gets arrested, and she then was waiting around like I was waiting around. But she, they moved hers on a bit quicker. And she had a – she must have had a status hearing or two because one thing she says in the letter that she's put out, which I'll find and send over to you, was that she got a bit of a dressing down, what she calls a rant, from a judge called Shortland um, <laughs> up in Kaikoti, I think it was. Anyway, yeah. about da-da-da. And anyway, but she decided to use a process, I suppose it would have been, uh, whereby you, if you get arrested under the um, it's Criminal Procedure Act, you can ask, um, you can, um, ask for disclosure, right? So she decided to ask as part of her disclosure for a copy of um, uh, Patsy Reddy signing off the, t- uh, the 2020 Act. Oh, she's not as silly as, you know, she's, I was going to say silly as she looks. She doesn't look silly. But that's right. pretty interesting that she did that. That's very it's clever. Good, eh? It's good. You know, a bit of inspired uh, uh, thought there, I think. So anyway, Do you think that's from that Patrick but, fellow in Canada and that um, asked to see yeah, well, she was, the virus? Yeah. Oh, there, yeah. The virus. Well, that's, yeah, the proof of the virus, right. Mm. So, um, the, you know, the paperwork, et cetera. But she did it. It wasn't an OIA request. It was a straight. Um, I think it would have been um, um, what, what's known as dis- um, um, uh, disclosure by the police of you know what they're basing the charge on. Yeah. Right. She she went straight for the jugular, if you like, and said, "Oh well, you know, I want to see the signature because somebody had said to me uh, when they were standing outside the Governor General's office saying, saying, oh, you know, get.'" Uh, house saying, oh, you know, you should, um, you should, you know, recall, uh, you know, you should shut down the government and da da da. And I'm thinking, well, I think she's um, uh, the, the, certainly the one before this one was a crook. 
um, uh, what's Reedy. her name? Reedy. Reedy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so anyway, apparently the police couldn't come, didn't have it with them, and the and Shortland had said to them, "Oh well, that should be easy to find. It's such an important document." I don't know whether <laughs> he was taking that, you know, but <laughs> anyway, apparently, according to Karen, that's what he said, and they didn't turn up with it. So the next time she was called called up, um, Shortland says to her, "Oh, Miss um, Miss Brewer." Um, you're free to go. The police have dropped the prosecution. Oh, because they can't produce the document. Exactly. The royal assent never been signed. Right. The law right. is not the signed. law is 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 voided. It's not a law. Yeah. No. Wow. So you know, not only uh, I mean, because I've been talking about the orders themselves being secondary to the act. Yeah. I thought she would have signed it. Really, I did. I didn't really believe. I thought, yeah, well, that's right. That's that's true. It would not be law if it wasn't signed off by the Governor General. <laughs> so we don't know for sure. <laughs> we, 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 we don't know for sure that she didn't we sign it. But the fact that sure. they dismissed the case it says that she probably didn't sign it. It's cert- it certainly points very, very strongly to it. Yeah. Mm. Wow, because they all went to school together. That's the trouble with New Zealand uh, putting forward their own governor generals. They should really come from the UK. They shouldn't be um, nominated by the New Zealand Prime Minister. Mm. That's wrong. Yeah. Well, I, I think, you know, we're not going to have all this royalty rubbish soon anyway. So, you know, uh, we don't so, have so, that. Uh, if we get rid of the monarchy, the constitutional monarchy, what would we replace it with, and who would write the constitution? Well, the, the, there's a plan, um, and I think it's a good one. Um, there's this group called Personal Personal Agenda. They're, they're American based, and of course, they look to this original 1776 constitution mm, uh, and the one. original original ten amendments. Apparently, the first eight are made to shackle. Um, and bind, and bind um, government yeah. uh, to be the servants, and the next two are to teach, I think, to teach the principles of the constitution and then adopt it. But it would be based, I mean, the New Zealand one would be based on it rather than um, the same as, because we don't have, for a start, we don't have a federal system. Uh, they, they're kind of suggesting a sort of federal system, I suppose, uh, I think we'd need, um, so what would replace it? We would have something akin to local government as our, yeah. what we'd be working with all of the time. And I think the um, what's happening down at the camps is, is, is starting to form, it's, it's certainly not there yet, but starting to form the basis of what we could look at. Um, I'm suggesting um, even an, um, for the leadership down at the camps, because I've been, I was asked um, what I thought about, um, you know, people wanting to be, say, I'm the leader, I'm wanting to negotiate with the police. And I'm thinking, well, what do you, for a start, what do you want from the police that, that you haven't got, right? Um, what have you got? What do you want to negotiate with the government for? What have they got that you haven't got? Yeah. To me, a negotiation is I want something off the person I'm negotiating with. I've got, 
I've got plenty to offer, right? I've got, I've got, you know, the the backing of of far more people. No, I'm just saying, not not I personally, but I'm saying, you know, that camp has got the authority of at least fifteen thousand people who've left their homes and you know are determined to stay there until they get some answers. That's pretty powerful, right? Now. The, the politicians, what have, what have, they've got to answer to something, I know. But they haven't, it's not going to be done through negotiation. It's going to have to be done in the court of law where all of the evidence can be adduced, right? And so it's, um, I don't think there's anything to negotiate with, the, um, with them about, right? Or the police. Can we trust so, the judges? I would say, uh, well, in terms of, you know, where we're going with um, the money, for example, that is going to have to be paid out and, you know, the people are going to get their jobs back and then um, the, the people, um, uh, you know, the bosses are going to have to pay uh, a compensation. Otherwise, they will end up in the employment court and that's going to be as the longer they wait to pay, the longer it's going to take to get their business running properly again Mm. with very valued workers, the best workers. I've been in tons of Zooms and the bosses are saying, you're, you're the best worker. You know, just, you know, some of them are, you know, will admit it and everything. But mm. they say, oh, we have to do this and da-da-da-da, right? Um, to, get, to get, I think, um, we stay outside the court system. We can do a lot of it outside the court system. I think that... Just from negotiation. Mediation. Yeah, just straight negotiation, yeah. yeah. Mm. And then you can sign an agreement. There's nothing to stop you signing an agreement that you can then take to the court if, if it breaks down. But, you know, I don't think it will break down because I think that, that bosses have had enough of being manipulated by the public service. Well, they've been a pack right. of bastards, though, you know. Mm. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't get my – yeah, the bosses are shocked. They've been shocking. They've been like little Hitlers. The way they've been yeah. uh, stopping people well, from give, they picking up unprecedented power. They have. They were, and you know they need to pay. They need to. And being told by people. foolish lawyers that they could do it. Yeah. When well, when will the trials begin, and how long do you think it'll take to get everybody? <sighs> well, I think the, tri the trials will begin when we've got some lawyers who get off their hands and um, and start um, really waking up to their duty. Um, and I'd say they're criminal trials. I think that we can do all the civil stuff, all the money stuff. Mm. We don't need the courts. It's going to take too long. And the, and the authority, Employment Relations Authority, just a mediation, You get it takes ages to get it um, scheduled. And then you've got to spend the whole day there with some so-called mediator who's trying to make, you know, make you take the least that, the, you know, uh, they always seem to be, you know, there trying to get. And because they get paid by um, the number of mediations that they get something out of. So they're not interested really, I believe. Uh, I did not say this, had I, because I've got to go into the, <laughs> got to go into the mediation. They just, but, they just want know, to see a deal done. Like, I just get, I, I had to, last time I was in mediation. No, I won't say that either. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think mediators, you know, they're, they're really there as the message persons between this is the message, this is the message, take it back and forth, you know. You know what worries me? Opinions about the, the merits of um, people's arguments should come into it. That's mm. all I'll say. You know what worries me? If we get rid of the Ardern government, mm. who's who's going to take over? It will be well. People will be stupid enough to vote in National, who did nothing to stop Labor, did nothing, not even a chirp. Yeah, and then we'll have someone like Luxon, who's just yeah, a, no. a globalist puppet. I think I think that we can go without a government for as long as it takes to get what we want. Right now, in the I think how, do you, how does that work, Liz? In reality, it was in, well in the Netherlands. They didn't have any government for about fifteen months. Right. They got rid of one, and they didn't have another election for ages. And I think in that hiatus, we could look at a different system. Now, there's this thing called um, virtual government, or and I'd like to call it virtual governance, because I, I think we don't need any more uh, a somebody telling us what to do all of the time, that there would be enough. We've got we've got all of the, you know, the the ministries can be, you know, if once we take that horrible scummy crust off the top, there's yes. got a lot of good people doing doing some good work in terms of administrating stuff. But um, right. most of them, see, the, the, all of the value, as I was saying before, is in, is in um, work, is in mind work, is in, um, is in physical work. And I'm beginning to believe in the fact that the spiritual work is the most important. But however, uh, let's, you know, people aren't maybe up to that yet. But um, mm -hmm. the mind and the, um, and the physical labor, manual and physical labor, uh, sorry, physical and um, mind labor, mental labor, are what produces value. Now, people can do it, right? The organising principle can be the people themselves. They do not need anybody, a full ministry, telling them what to do. Look at look at MB. Look at what WorkSafe has been involved in. Criminality. They've been telling bosses, businesses, that they should they should test and mask and and you know and, and they've been telling businesses you need to get vaccine passports off without any thought of what it actually means. Yeah, I mean, who told them to do that? Who directed them to do that? Their bosses, I suppose. But, yeah, but who, I mean, it's who all been them? mindless order following, hasn't it? Yeah, and, and would, you know, would it have come from Bowen House? From the Prime uh, Minister. Which is the, the Prime Minister's got Bowen House, has she? I don't know. Uh, she wouldn't. She no, does. she hasn't. Isn't that hang she, out? Doesn't have the she doesn't have the brains to make a mess. Now, <laughs> no, there's, there's, no there's, some, there's somebody up above Jacinda that's got. Um, this has been in preparation for. Yeah, actually, John Ansell said good, there was an administrator, uh, someone who's an admin in her office. In the in the yeah. they see her, she's really stressed out. She's got a couple of Europeans and a Chinese guy giving her advice every day. Okay. That's the okay. anecdotal, anecdotal information that John Ansell received just a day or two ago. 
Why? So, yeah, she's no. definitely not running the show. No, no. Because it's, it's, um, it's, I mean, this whole thing about the way that the administration, in terms of that, I'm talking about, um, the, the cabinet and, um, and the governor general have protected themselves from the crown, basically. They've protected themselves from, um, being implicated is, is very, very clever. And it is, it is definitely not, in um, Jacinda's league, or Hipkins, or any of the rest of those clowns. Right. So that, is, is that why it people? Is classic, it is classic um, palace coup. Wow. Is that why they don't sign anything? Nothing signed. Yeah, I think that she's been she's been told. Well, here's the thing. Patsy Reddy was when when um, Kelvin and I did the new freelance stuff, right? I yep. wrote to her on the 13th and um, said, this is what's happened. And do, keep, your, keep your mitts off New Freeland because we know that you've mortgaged the, um, you've mortgaged all the crown lands and put them on the stock exchange, not the stock exchange, the securities market, right. which is the market for mortgages, right? In the in the US, and we know what the you know as Queen of Right and Elizabeth or whatever it's called, and Queen of Right mm. of New Zealand, right? Mm. The corporation. Company. Mm. Yeah. So, so I point out to her and I said, well, you know, we know that you're building up a huge debt, and this is getting back to your question about well, what about the debt? That yeah. debt uh, was done without, and it's it's a debt on our treasury. Which is our treasury, which is produced out of labour, the the people's labour. It doesn't belong to um, a pack of the public servants, so called, to be squandering and put and putting up for you know uh, for for grasping hands anywhere, right? So I said to I said to Patsy Reddy. Uh, we know this is the case that you've done this, so just keep your hands off New Freeland because it was done without the people's knowledge, and so it can't be. It, it, you can't cannot action it. So that's the way I've I figured it, that we protected it. Now, all of those contracts that they've made, all of those mortgages, they're done by fraud, and any any contract that's done by fraud. Is of no yep. null and void. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Yep. So they can't, you know, they can't say, okay, well, we, we'll take all your money or we'll make you pay all of this. No, it can't be done that way. And and it looks like it was also all signed off by people who were not elected, because as I keep saying, in terms of the three, um, the three arms of government, the administrators are supposed to be there to keep the law, not break it. What are the administrators? Is that the is that the judiciary? No, the judiciary are the um, are the third arm, which along with they're the interpreters hmm. of the law, and yep. the police are, are the enforcers. Okay, so that's the way. Then that's the third arm. You've got the police and courts, and then you've got the administrators, which is um, Jacinda and oh, uh, okay. ministers with and you. cabinet, da, 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 da. and the ministries themselves, right? And then the third arm, of course, is, is Parliament, which is supreme. Yeah. And, of course, which has got Section 16, 
of the act that they could have used um, if they had any imagination whatsoever to bring down the orders. What act was as that? Soon as, it, as soon as it was obvious, six, uh, Section 16 of the COVID-19 Public Health Response Act 2020. Oh, could you tell, share that with me? Right, well. What's it in a nutshell? Act, yeah. Well, it, may, it says that they can, by resolution, uh, repeal the orders that the minister makes. Um, so the minister, is he? Is that like the minister of, so he's a minister, well, so well, he's, COVID, he's sworn in. They can be the COVID-19 minister. They can certainly repeal anything that's signed off by Bloomfield. There's nothing to do with the government whatsoever in terms of, except being an overpaid public servant. Um, right. Yeah, but any minister, you know, it can be the minister, or, you know, that's usually the minister, it's usually Hipkins, right, that they... But, but people who've been signing it off have been um, Jacinda. She's signed some of them. Um, Bloomfield signed some. Um, I think uh, Michael Woods has signed some. Uh, see, because he's Minister of Transport. He's probably signed the ones that have to do with all of the red traffic lights and all this yeah. rubbish. Yeah, and roadblocks and stuff, trying to make a New yeah. Zealand get yeah, probably yeah. internal borders and all that rubbish. Yeah, I, I think Man. I think they take it in turns and say, oh, let, let me sign one, let me sign one, you know. My guest this afternoon is Auckland lawyer Liz Lambert.